Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hey, Cricket customers, Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Phone plan streams in standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details. You're about to receive a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, one church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. And remember to love God, love people, and love life. Taking sides, we're taking over. Yeah, love God, love people, love life. We're not taking sides, we're taking over. Huh. Of 4,600 people that do, let's make our confession of faith together. Because I'm unconditionally loved by God and at harvest, I come to God as I am. But through today's life-giving message, I won't stay as I am. This is my banner year, which is my best year yet, in Jesus' name. Say, I'm in my banner year. Go to John 14 and 16. John 14, 16. We're in our series, The Animal Kingdom. And on Sunday's message, you remember the name of it? When doves cry. And so I told you, uh, we learned about the three different experiences you can have in Christianity. First is when you're sealed by the Spirit. That's salvation. Second is when you're filled by the Spirit. Third is when you are refilled by the Spirit. Tonight we're going two, three. I said we're going to level two and three tonight. Say, I'm getting free tonight. Just shake yourself. Just kind of like, anybody had a little stuff kind of stress you out and wear with you and mess with you? Just say, I'm getting free from that tonight. So I'm getting the refill tonight. John 14, 16. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor does it know him. But you know him, for he dwells in you and he will be with you. Say, he's my helper. Say, he's my helper. Say, and I need some help. Now just look over at your neighbor and say, you know you need some help. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, we bless you, honor you, thank you for this word. Customize it, tailor, make it for us, your people, that we would move and walk in what you have ordained. Tonight, we expect to see level two. We expect to see level three. That is where we are filled with your spirit and where we are refilled with your spirit. The dove's going to cry out for us tonight, and we thank you that it is so. In Jesus' name, somebody shout hallelujah. 
You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. You will hear me having a slight lisp tonight. That's because I got a little something extra going on, a little additive in my mouth, and so it's going to help me to talk a little slower. For all of you who say Bishop preaches really fast, well, for the next few weeks, I'm going to preach not as fast. Amen. All right. There it is. Uh, and we're in week five of a new series called The Animal Kingdom, which is zoology, theology, and uology. This series meets at the intersection of the spiritual meaning of animals from the Bible, Jesus, and you. Now, the title of today's message is part two of where we were on Sunday, When Doves Cry. Say, When Doves Cry. It's from the 1980s dance song by the late musician Prince. Anybody in here ever like Prince music? Purple Rain and all that. Watch this. It, uh, that song, When Doves Cry, was audaciously different uh, from a dance song for the 1980s. And I borrowed that name because that's the advantage that you and I have with the Holy Spirit. It makes us audaciously different. They did not think the song was going to do well because of how different it was, but Prince understood something they didn't understand, is that uh, he had an edge into what people really wanted. Watch this. He knew that there was a sound he was making that nobody else was making that drew other people to him. When you're filled with the spirit people will be drawn to you favor will be drawn to you great things will be drawn to you because you're audaciously different say when doves cry so the Holy Spirit is the same as the Holy Ghost, is the same as the ghost, is the same as the Spirit of God. In the Old Testament of, of the Bible, it is the Hebrew word ruach. Say it with me, ruach. Uh, it means simply this, the breath of God, the mind of God, and the wind of God. And in the New Testament, the Greek language of our Bible, is the word mind, soul, and spirit. So then the Holy Spirit is nothing more than the breath, mind, wind, the soul, the spirit of God. So it is God now in essence it is as if God is like steam it is now the essence of God but the scripture says that essence of God just won't be around me that essence of God can now live in me uh, somebody say when doves cry now, while the Holy Ghost is not a dove, he's described like a dove, and a dove is used because it's got biblical significance all the way back to Genesis 8 with a man named Noah. You know the story of Noah. Noah had a ark. And in that ark, uh, after it had flooded the earth, uh, Noah sends out the dove, and the dove communicates uh, that it is time that the water has dried up, and the water has receded, and now the season has shifted, and the season has changed. In other words, this dove, which was representative of the Spirit of God, uh, let Noah know that it was alright to come out. I'm here to tell somebody tonight that it's alright for you to come out of your depression. It's alright for you to come out of your storm. It's alright for you to come out of your issue. It's alright for you to to come out of your problem it's all right for you to come out of your comfort zone stop your neighbor say i'm coming out of something i don't care if you've been frustrated mad broke busted disgusted you're coming out of it tonight and that's one of the things the holy ghost gives us the power to do to break out of whatever's been trying to hold us back somebody shout i'm coming out so 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 not only did it have a biblical significance, it had a cultural significance because the people of that day uh, regarded doves in a greater way than they reserved a dove's relative, which was a pigeon. A dove was celebrated, a pigeon was tolerated. A dove was considered clean, a, a pigeon was considered dirty. So in Luke 3.22, it says this, and the Holy Spirit descended in a bodily form like a dove upon them. See, he's not a dove, but he came like a dove. And a voice came from heaven which said, you are my beloved son and you I am well pleased. Say when doves cry. 
So we learned this in part one. Don't see God as one plus one plus one. If you grew up in church, that's maybe what you were taught. It's one plus one plus one. As if God has three different personalities. As if God is three separate people. No, you instead we should see God as one times one times one equaling one. That's why Deuteronomy 6, 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. So really, when we see God in the scripture represented as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, what he's really doing is showing us the dynamic of relationship that should exist in a spiritual context. Really, what he's doing is he is Father at the same time he is Son, at the same time he is Holy Spirit. I told you on Sunday that I can have water, but if I heat that water up enough, it will become but it's still and if I freeze it, it will become, but it's still, same thing, different form. So it is not one plus one plus one equaling three. It is one times one times one equaling one. Now, that's important to know because if you don't have that basic understanding, then we're not even monotheistic in our belief that is one God. We'd be polytheistic, meaning we believe in many gods, and that is not what we believe. Here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. You still with me? Now, there are several misconceptions, misunderstandings, and just plain bad information about the Holy Spirit that we began to clear up in part one of this message. And I, I want you to know, uh, and I want to just review a little bit, and then I want to move forward, uh, what it's like when the dove begins to cry. So the dove's crying for me. So cry means it makes a distinct sound. And that we learned on Sunday there are three distinct experiences in the Christian experience that can happen for us. One was salvation, which is the same as being born again, and it is being sealed by the Holy Spirit. We learned about that in part one of the message. Go get it in the bookstore on auto message. The second experience is when we are filled with the Spirit, which is also called the baptism of the Holy Spirit or the baptism of the Holy Ghost or baptized with the Holy Ghost. Got it? All those phrases mean the same thing. The essence of God that's everywhere chose to come live in me. You got that? I don't want the same omnipresence everybody gets. The Holy Ghost gives me infilling presence that makes me like the song, When Doves Cry, it makes me audaciously different than everybody else. Say, I'm different on purpose. You, want, you don't want to be like every other employee on your job. You don't want to be like every other relative in your bloodline. You don't want to be like every other woman you know. You don't want to be like every other man you know. And what's going to make the difference, Bishop, when you are filled with the Spirit? Because when you're filled with the Spirit, you can have hell going on around you, but have peace going on inside you. You can have fire going on around you, but it's not going to do anything but light a fire on the inside of you. Somebody holler, I want to be filled. Now, so the dove we learned on Sunday. The dove. So when I say the dove, we're referring to the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Hebrew word, ruach, the Greek word, pneuma. For my note takers, this is Wednesday Night Live. Now, uh, we learned on Sunday that the dove lives in you. The dove leads you. The dove helps you. The dove schools you on the spot. The dove reminds you. The dove will convict you when you're wrong. The dove affirms you. He gives spiritual gifts. I didn't talk about that. Man, I've talked about it before. We're not going to get into that tonight. Touch your neighbor and say, but he does give gifts. He matures you. Now, this is important because some people stay immature because they never moved to level two experience. Got it? They're just happy being saved, but they're not filled. So if you're not filled, you stay immature. Got it? 
Because watch this. You come to church for however long you come to church and you'll get the message, you'll get the word, and you'll come. And then we're here on a Wednesday, so you come twice a week, maybe three times a week, depending on how you serve, maybe three or four times a week. And so watch this. But who's with you the majority of the time? You. So why do you need to be filled with the Spirit? Because since you spend the most time with you, that means you are now the lid of you. You can never outgrow who you spend most of your time with. So now if I'm filled with the spirit, that means he's with me just as much. Come on, church. Just as much as I'm with myself. So he now lifts the lid of my life and he begins to mature me. Say he matures me. He gives me power. Say he gives me power. Now, I, I, didn't get into, I didn't get into those in part one of the message about spiritual gifts, about maturing you, about giving you power. I've taught on those before, and I encourage you to get those messages because here's where I want to get. Say when doves cry. There's one benefit uh, that, that I want to get into tonight. He cries for you. When doves Now, I know what some of y'all are thinking. Some of y'all just went to, a, you know, an R&B song like, yes, cry for me, Jesus. You know, you just had a slow jam in your mind. Just cry for me, Jesus. I know he's crying for me. No, 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 no. Remember, cry means to make a distinct sound. So more specifically, he prays for you. Say, he prays for me. And this is called praying in the spirit or praying in the Holy Ghost or a heavenly prayer language. But I want you to be learned so when you get into these conversations with people on your job, you'll be able to help them understand what's right and what's not right. Got it? Say, he prays for me. Now, I need you to understand this because tonight it is my endeavor that immediately following this word, everybody that needs the second experience gets it. Everybody that needs what we're going to get into with the third experience gets it. Because watch this. I did this on Sunday that when you are filled, this cup right now, which is available in your local Carver's Campus Bookstore and Cafe. This cup is filled. But what happens is, is that, watch this, if I was to take the top off and I was to let sun now hit this cup, now the water that's in it is going to begin to evaporate. And that's what happens in life. See, you come to church, you're filled, then life happens. And then as life happens, all that feeling you got is now evaporating. It is now just an essence of where you used to be. And so what ends up happening, I said this on Sunday, now all you have is a line that represents where you used to be. The passion for God you used to have. The passion for church you used to have. The passion for prayer you used to have. And the only reason it's gone isn't because, watch this, something's wrong other than the fact that you need to be refilled. That's like going to a restaurant and getting one glass of water and then just sitting there the rest of the time. <sighs> I'm just so thirsty. Well, ask for a. Some of you tonight, you're making stuff way bigger than it really is because you just need a. That's it. You tell my Lord, I just don't know what to do. Maybe you just need to sit down somewhere and get a refill. Say he cries for me. Jude 1.20. Jude 1.20. It says this, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. That's Jude 1 and 20. Now, what does he say praying when you let the dove pray for you? Because notice what he says, praying in the what? Praying in the what? So, so we're talking about when the dove is praying for you. And I'm going to explain it in just a minute in case you're not familiar with the concept. When the dove prays for you, he is praying God's perfect will for you. But notice what Jude says. Jude says that's actually going to build you up. 
So maybe the reason you're weak is because your prayers can't transcend your own understanding. You won't pray what you don't understand. Let me prove it to you. Have you ever started saying something like, I don't know, I'm not going to say that, I don't really know. Have you ever started praying for something really big and then it seemed too big and you were like, well, Lord, I don't let me just kind of scale this down to something I can manage. Why did you start praying that way? Because what you did was you now put God in the box of your understanding. So instead of you crying for you, you need to let the dove cry for you. Somebody say when doves cry. So Jude says, when I let the Holy Spirit pray for me, he's actually going to build me up. It's going to build my faith. So that means if I'm not growing, it means because I'm trying to put everything through the lenses of my intellectual understanding. And God, if I can put it in a box, I get it. But if I can't put it in the box of what I understand, I don't get it. Now that I understand that we serve a God that does impossible things. We serve a God that does improbable things. We serve a God that'll take a nobody and turn him into a somebody. We, I think I got some witnesses in here. We serve a God that can take a mess and make a message out of it. We serve a God that can take a test and turn it into a testimony. So if he can do that and you can't explain that, why do you think everything else has to be explained? By your own human intellect. You can't even explain how you got past that divorce, but you did. You can't even explain how you got past that breakup, but you did. You can't even explain how you got past that terminal illness, but you did. So, there, there are three types of, uh, of uh, well, actually, say four. four. Now, now there's, four, there's four types, and I want you to move quickly with me. Say, I'm moving with you, Bishop. Now, there, there are four types of ways that the dove cries or prays for us. The first is called other tongues. Say other tongues. Other tongues are actually other languages. So what would happen is God would empower the people to speak the language of another people that wasn't their native language for the purpose of preaching the gospel. Now, we're not talking about this today. I just want you to know about it. Acts chapter 2, verse number 1. And the day of Pentecost had fully come. They were all in one accord in one place. Verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit, which is the same as the? Holy Ghost, same as the, and what's the imagery we're using tonight? Okay, so when we see Holy, Holy Spirit, we're just going to say, so when doves, which is when the Spirit prays. When doves is when the Spirit, and they were all filled with the dove and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Verse 6, when this sound occurred, the multitude came together. They were confused because everyone, watch it, heard him speak in his own language. What was confusing? They looked at one guy and says, you're from Italy. Another guy said, well, you know, I'm from, I'm just making it up, I'm from South Africa. He said, well, how did I understand Italian and I've never been to Italy? The spirit gave them utterance. The dove started to cry. Okay, you still here? All right, verse 7. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are all not these who speak Galileans? Verse 8. And how is it that we hear each in our own language in which we were born? So what God did is because there was a barrier to the gospel getting to other people, as he said, I'll let the dove cry and I'll take the barrier, and now people will speak a language that they've never been exposed to. Our God is so powerful. You, you, watch this. You, you, you won't need... Uh, what's the, well, I'm taking Spanish lessons right now in my, in my car. Now, I need to be honest with you. I'm still on disc one. 
That's because I do not have time to get to this two and three and four. So somebody started having a conversation with Bishop. He, uh, Bishop started, uh, this uh, particular pastor started having this conversation with me, and he started going. I said, sir, that's this two stuff. I'm not on disc two yet. You need to give me some disc one stuff, like be in, be in. Gracias. I said, we need to stay on disc one. Our God is so incredible. If somebody needs to know the gospel and you're filled with the spirit, the dove will now cry through you to get them a language and to get the word to them in a language you've never studied. Just your neighbor say, he's a bad God. And when I say he's a bad God, I really mean he's a good God. But bad means good. That's other tongues. Here's the next thing. This is going to blow your mind. Say, suck your mind. This is going to blow your mind. Through exhaling. Through exhaling. Now, I know some of you think, Bishop, come on now. I ain't never heard of that. Keep coming. You're going to hear lots of stuff that's been in here the whole time. Romans 8.26. Say exhaling. So you need to stop waiting to exhale. Just, say, just breathe. Just breathe. Likewise, Romans 8.26, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. What will the dove do? Help you when you're what? Weak, which means if you're still weak, it means you won't let the dove help. I'm just so weak. I'm just so tired. You're just so in the way. Let the dove do what he does. <laughs> Stop your neighbor high five. Say, watch him do it. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray as we ought, because you will pray comfort. And you'll pray those same old janky prayers that you heard somebody else pray. Janky is a colloquialism that means not really meaning anything. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Here's what we'll pray. Lord, I just, just touch. Touch, Lord. Touch what? Touch who? Touch when? How you want me to touch him? Tell me what you want. Well, he knows. No, that's not how this works. Yes, he knows, but why does he ask you to say it anyhow? He wants to hear you say it. Everything in God's kingdom is voice activated. Got it? We don't know how we pray, should pray as we are, but the spirit himself, the dove, makes intercession for us, watch this, with groanings which cannot be uttered. You ever just had something going on, you couldn't actually use words, but, but just noises came out? <sighs> Some of y'all did that tonight. <sighs> you at work today, just... <sighs> watch, verse 27. Now, he who searches the hearts knows the mind of the spirit, know what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercessions for the saints. Say, that's me, according to the will of God. Saints here just means believers. So check this out. The word groanings doesn't mean what we think of groaning. It's not that. It's not that. It actually means to exhale. Watch this. It is an exhale caused by circumstances. Watch it because we're about to shout that create great pressure or stress. Which means, watch this, when you're filled with the Spirit, my God, God says, even your groan is going to be a prayer. Y'all ain't, you, you, you're not hearing me. 
it means to exhale caused by circumstances create, uh, 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 that create great pressure or stress. Now, take this out, which means when you're stressed, have you ever noticed how when you're stressed or when you got great pressure, you kind of... Some of you went to the mailbox and you checked it and you're like... Some of you waiting on your direct deposit to come in on the first. Y'all not saying nothing. Got it? Some of you, when you call certain people, you already know the conversation is getting ready to go a certain way. So you're like, and you're praying that it goes to voicemail. And it gets like five rings in and you're like, it's going to, hello? It's like, don't count it, you answer. Say, I will no longer wait to exhale. Worst movie title ever. Because when you wait to exhale, the dove can't cry. I practiced this today. So, I, I was hearing some things and all that. And I practiced this today. And it changed how I responded. And I responded differently than I normally would had I heard that same thing. Now, what, 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 I said, say, let the dove cry. And you should too. When you are stressed, when you have pressure, when you're filled with the spirit, the book says when you exhale, everybody exhale, that the spirit takes that to God as a prayer. Now, I know this may seem weird or spooky, but again, you serve a God that walks on water. You serve a God that speaks into nothing and turns it into something. So this shouldn't really be too far out there. Just slap your neighbor and say, let the dove cry. So the next time you get stressed, don't try to hold it in. Just... And then what did the book say? It's going to build you up. That's what Jude says. So when you, you ever notice too, it just kind of calms you? You know why it calms you? Because the book says that's the ghost. And you're building yourself up in your most holy faith. Say exhale. Now, now the two more and I got to get here. Through unknown tongues, unknown tongues with an interpreter, unknown tongues with an interpreter. And that's called prophecy. I'm not going to go into too many scriptures there. I just want you to know that it exists. What that looks like is that if someone was to get on a mic and begin to speak in an unknown tongue. And if you're not familiar with that, you'll, you might see that in here in just a minute. If you're not familiar with that, somebody just get on the mic and begin to speak in an unknown tongue. And then what happens is you don't know what it means. That's the whole idea. Praying in the spirit when the dove cries. It is God talking to God about you. Sometimes it takes God to believe God. So God skips your mind because you have no clue what you're saying. He skips you so he can go direct to him. Say it's a redirect. Because if you knew what you were praying, you'd be like, I'm not saying that. You didn't, for watch this. You've forgiven some people through the dove doing it. You didn't even know you did it, but when the dove prayed, the dove did it because your unforgiveness was blocking you walking in something God had ordained. All right, here's the last way, through unknown tongues. Say unknown tongues. 1 Corinthians 12, 7. So we've got other tongues, which is other language, exhaling. We've got unknown tongues with an interpreter. Got it? And then finally, we've got unknown tongues. You with me, church? You with me, church? I'm going slow, so you got this, right? 1 Corinthians 12, 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one. You read it. Verse 10. Here we go. Verse 10. 
Come on, let's read it together, church. To another. So see, leave it up for a moment. See, it says different kinds of tongues. Got it? So it's not just one. So if you grew up in a strict Pentecostal holiness background, you were taught that there, there's the only evidence that you got the dove is if you speak in unknown tongues. And if you don't, you don't got the dove. The book says, number one, it's a gift. Number two, there's different kinds. How many are there? Four. Got it? Now, you know more than probably 99% of preachers in America. Amen. Now, I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm just saying. I don't know. Got it? 1 Corinthians 12, 28. I want you to see this. 1 Corinthians 12, 28. I'm going to walk through the scriptures so that you get it. 1 Corinthians 12, 28. 1, 2, ready? Let's read together, church. Varieties of tongues. Got it? Okay. All right. And now, now watch this. Watch this. Unknown tongues is when you begin to speak in a language that you have no clue what you're saying. And it is not you doing it. It is the Spirit of God praying through you. And when he prays through you, he skips your mind to pray. To get, it's like a direct line access. You, you skip the third party, which is your brain. And you just go direct to God. Say direct. So when you're praying, you're actually praying God's perfect will concerning your situation, concerning your finances, concerning your family, concerning your life. The reason it's perfect will is because when you pray, your prayers have a motive. All of our prayers have a motive, right? Got it. All of our prayers have a motive. So everything we pray, we have intentionality behind it. And that's just the reality of human nature. But when the spirit prays for you, what he does is he removes the motives and he prays exactly what God desires for your life. So it is God in you talking to God in heaven. So it's a direct connect. Y'all remember the Nextel phones? Anybody remember Nextel phones? Five of us do. 7, 10, 15 of us do. 13, 17. Okay, there we go. About 20 of us do. Nextel used to be this phone company before they merged with Sprint. And then I don't think they exist anymore. Oh, okay. And on their phones, they had this little thing on the side. And when Nextel came out with the two-way phones, everybody thought that was the coolest thing in the world to have. I never got it because I said, well, why not just call them? Do we really need to pay an extra $100 for the two-way connect? Why can't I just call them? That was what I thought. I just thought, well, doo -doo -doo. I was like, well, can't can we just call? Because it's busy half the time. Anyhow, when you do it, they're unavailable and all that. So what happens is, is that what you did with the direct connect, the two-way, is that your phone went direct to somebody else's phone, and you had a direct connection that bypassed connecting through the satellite as it would a normal phone call. When you pray in tongues, here's a couple of old Nextel phones. Got it? Some of y'all, actually, I've seen some of y'all still have this one. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I know it. I've seen it. Watch this. Here's what happens. If it connects with your mind, your mind will try to process it, understand it, and make it make sense. Noah! Build an ark. What's an ark? You're going to need it for rain. What's rain? It had never rained up until that point. 
It's going to start raining and there's going to be a flood. What's a flood? Got it? Peter, walk on water. I can barely fish. Walk on water. Check it out. The spirit was speaking. Jesus is the Father, is the Son, is the Holy Ghost. So the dove is crying when Jesus is speaking. So the Spirit is now speaking to Peter. And as he's speaking to Peter, he's telling Peter to come do something you've never done because the Spirit had the ability to direct connect. So he got a strength to do what he never would have done because he had a direct connect. You need, in these last few months of this year, some strength to do what you've never done. So you need a... Come on, be a good church. You need some power to do what you've never done before. So what you need is a... You need to forgive some people you never thought you'd forgive. So what you need is a... There's some baggage you need to let go. You never thought you'd let go. So you need a... Somebody say, I need a direct connect. When doves cry. That comes with the second experience. He'll cry for you. Say, he'll cry for you. Now, now watch this. Here's the third experience, and this is it, and then we're going to experience it. You ready? Third experience is when you are refilled. Anybody, there's a certain restaurant that has a really good strawberry lemonade. The name of that restaurant has a bird in it also. Not a dove. Anybody ever play Round Robin, that game? I don't know, just, I don't know, I don't know. Watch this. They have really good strawberry lemonade. Now, I try not to eat a lot of white sugar, a lot of refined sugar and all that. I try not to do that. But once every about 10 months, I go to this particular establishment, and I say, look here, let me have that. And I get it. And the strawberries are so good. The lemonade is so good, and it feels so wrong. But I just sit there, and I receive it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> now, now <laughs> it, gets real, it gets real good to me. And then the lady will come by, would you like a refill? <laughs> Did you need to ask? Did you see how fast I drank the first one? Slap your neighbor, high five, say, that's what you need tonight. Monday took so much out of you. Tuesday took so much out of you. Wednesday took so much out of you. And you're now, watch this, you're sitting up in church thinking about the stuff you got to do once I'm done. Because you've been exposed to the elements of life. And so you need a refill. And here's what happens for many Christians. They've never been taught that there was a, such a thing as a refill. Some have never even been taught there's such a thing as a fill. Ephesians 5.18. Then we're going to do it. Then we're going to demonstrate Ephesians 5.18. You learn in church? I I'm going slow tonight um, because I have to. <laughs> I'm going slow tonight. <laughs> Ephesians 5.18. And do not be drunk with wine. I just messed up your Friday plans. Because some of you are like, I can't wait until Friday. Ooh, child, I just take the edge off. Let me go get a decanter and just. <laughs> Touch it and say, Bishop just ruined your plan. Just ruined. 
I know it's a bit of a wine cooler. Okay, wait a minute, really? We are not in the 90s anymore. Stop it. Stop it right now. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. Watch this. And do not be drunk with wine. You know why he says that? Can I just pause for the cause real quick? You know why he says that? He says that because he says, when you give yourself up to substances, what you are doing is the dove's not crying. Watch this. Your pain is. All you're doing is trying to self-medicate pain so you can escape reality. And then once you come out of that drunk, come out of that high, you gotta go back into reality. And now you need a higher high because you don't wanna deal with that reality. And so what he says, watch this, stop drinking, but get filled with the ghost. Could it be some of the addictions that we face are simply because we're full of other stuff rather than the spirit? I'm just asking a question, we're going to. This one. Spanish this, this one. And do not be drunk with wine. Well, l- listen to this. He says, he says, what you're trying to do to get high, to escape. Well, l- look at this. Don't do that. Because I got something else that'll get you there. But it won't just get you high, it'll get you results. Come on, church. Notice the contrast. And don't be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation. But he says, instead, be filled with the Spirit. He says, I got a way for you to beat your addiction, get filled. I got a way for you to beat your depression, be filled. I got a way for you to beat your discouragement, be filled. I got a way for you to beat your uh, low self-esteem, be filled. And that word, be filled, is this. It means be ever being filled which means keep on getting filled so that means every time he's offering it up I have some as soon as you drink that little bit you already know how you are I'm gonna need some more be being filled is what it means be being filled say it with me church say it with me church He says, be being filled with the Spirit. He says, that's what's going to keep you. Notice what he's telling them. Put the verse up, please. Notice what he's telling them. That's what's going to keep you off the bottle. Do you see that? Now, I know what some of you are thinking. Bishop, that's not my problem. We all have some way we spell relief. Now, let's go down through. Can we go through some examples, church? Can we do some examples? Now, some of you don't drink. Oh, no, that's not your thing. Because you don't like giving up control. You're too much of a control freak to drink. Now, touch your neighbor and say, this is not judging anybody. Say, because we're all getting filled tonight. And we're all getting a refill tonight. All right, so maybe you don't drink. Maybe you smoke Y'all started laughing. Apparently, I didn't start. I know this is Denver, so I'm just saying, you know. Maybe you don't smoke something. Maybe you cuss something. Maybe you do have tongues, known tongues, the fifth kind of tongues. Maybe you got known tongues. You're like, no, I don't need the spirit to, he don't, the dove don't have to cry at all. This ain't the dove. This is the crow crying. This is not the dove. This is when the crow cries. Ah! 
cry. This is when the girl cries. Got it? Maybe you eat after you're full. You were full two bites in. Bites three through 422 were all about you getting drunk. Got it? Maybe you work. Maybe you don't work. We all have some way we spell relief. Maybe you social media stock. You got quiet in the church. You just. Ha! Who is that? Y'all know what I'm saying. And do not be blank, verse. And do not be blank. What's your blank? No, we're not in Matthew. That's a good one, though. There we go. That's where we are. Is the video room having a little wine back there? <laughs> Stretch your hands towards the control. And do not be blank. Look at your neighbor and say, what's your blank? Now, they're probably not going to tell you the truth, so don't even bother asking. In which is dissipation. But be filled. Be being filled with the Spirit. So here it is, church. Now we're about to do it. We've learned it. Now we're about to live it. Say, I learned it. Now I'm about to live it. You ready to live it? Now watch this. If you grew up in old school, charismatic Pentecost church, you'd you think, oh, we're going to be in church another hour. No, we're not. It does not take God that long. It doesn't take God that long. How do you know, Bishop? Luke eleven thirteen. 13. How do I get filled in the first place, Bishop? And if I'm filled, how do I get a refill? Luke eleven thirteen. 13. If you then being evil, Jesus is talking to some people, give good gifts to your children. How much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. That's Luke 11 and 13. Say, if I ask, I will acquire. Say, when I acquire, I can walk in. You got it, church? You got it? He says, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So here's what we're going to do, church. Lift your hands, everybody. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for first the first experience I ask that you would save me seal me by your spirit I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that you are my savior you are my lord you came and died so I could have life and life more abundantly since 1981 Unbound has connected people like you with families worldwide on their self-directed paths out of poverty. A brighter future is possible for these families when we all walk together. Sponsor a child today and you'll help a family take the first steps on their path. Change their future in just one click. Start walking with your new friend today at unbound.org walk. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA, get a quote today. Hey, hey.